It's your boy Tichi Japan back with another episode of Atos across time and space. We over here. Space. We over here. Let's take off, man. We on episode seventy-one. Feels real good to be back. I got. I got my number one fan right there. Yeah, we on episode seventy-one. It feels good. I got my co-host from Cross X Culture. I'm gonna allow him to introduce himself, even though he does not require an introduction. You already know what it is. <laughs> Go ahead, hit him on face. You already know. It's your boy Ace Cross Culture. Now we're doing it over on TPC Japan. We are at seventy-one. This is crazy. Like four more episodes, it will be three quarters to 100. It is crazy to think about. Well, we yes. thank you for joining us thus far. It feels real good to be back. I appreciate that, folks. I know, I know that the the early bird crew is also here too. But you know, I'm just going to just say, how you doing? Oh, you got your cup. You got your cup. This is one day I don't have my cup. I got my key. Hey. Extreme. I thought I thought my number one, my number one fan on the low was gonna just go ahead and just bring the cup. Cause she was, you know, she gave me the look. She was like, You want that? I was like, Oh, you know. But she, didn't, <laughs> she uh, didn't do it. All right. That's all good. Put it up, put it up. Number one. Okay, oh, okay. Okay. We, okay. Had we had two coming in at the same time. We had two coming in at the swag, same time. I swag. saw I saw the numbers. Yeah, we're getting up there in age. But what's up? Uh, how you doing how you doing it's good to be back yes what's up what's going on y'all it feels great to be back over here on tipsy japan um you know we actually always go through our introduction just a little check-in see how things are for the week before we jump into disrupting the game our listening uh for this week uh listening yeah or i mean you could be doing the listening reading you know however you digesting it Either one is fine. Take a look at Scribe. Let's go down there. Oh, hold on. Script, go down scribe, there. Scribe, 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 Scribe. Scribe, just look down below in the description section. You can see oh, a dang. link right there. Two months. What's going on? What? What? This right here. These locks right here, man. Okay. For those of us who are listening on the podcast, he's touching his locks. They're getting extra long. That's why it's important. Not just to listen, but to see over here on YouTube. Um, that it's, it's getting... We, it's, getting busy we're getting busy getting you know? busy busy getting up there in years right um but yeah what's going on this week man we gotta check in Ooh, this week uh nothing too crazy nothing too crazy um catching up on some work and doing that whole thing i'm actually gonna be off for a couple days this coming week you got you got some time off Hold well on. i'm not not time off but hey. i mean I, I never take vacation. Time <laughs> he has some time off. Look at him. But it won't, it won't be vacation. So mm -hmm. it'll be um, medical. But, you know, okay. take a few days off. Do what I got to do. Now, medical is mostly theoretical. Do you usually ascribe to Eastern medicine or Western? Or, or do you have, like, your home remedies going on? How do you... How do you I mean, medicine? Eastern medicine, from my understanding, Eastern medicine is a lot of not necessarily home remedies but medicine that is more so holistic in nature okay. some of it sounds a little crazy to me but some <laughs> of it is proven to work but I, I mean i'm not down with like eastern mysticism like oh breathe in this smoke and then you know you'll see stars and that's how you know you're on the right path like that uh, but i do 
I try not to do 100% pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. I try to look for the issue behind what I'm experiencing. So if I have a headache, first thing I'm doing is drinking water. Second thing I'm doing is trying to eat something. Third thing, if I can do it, I take a nap. Because I know mm-hmm. that my worst headaches come from lack of sleep. So that's, listening that's to your body, knowing your body is number one. Number mm-hmm. two is seeking medical attention mm-hmm. so it should never be that oh i stubbed my toe and i need to go to the doctor you know you should be able to bandage your toe you know, stop it from bleeding yeah. you know there, there's a small degree that you need to be able to do before seeking medical attention i was like, okay you know what my toe is starting to turn blue it's been a week let me get to the hospital you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something's something's wrong here something yeah it's, something is amiss <laughs> yeah 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 um, to help you listen to your body or is that mostly kind of gimmicky how do you feel about the state of tech right now for you know giving you notification about your body that you wouldn't have noticed otherwise maybe maybe you would maybe you would how do you feel um i mean we we have the galaxy watches we have the galaxy watches and galaxy warriors unite <laughs> it's morphin time it's not, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, okay. so one of the big things that they introduced with the galaxy watch 4 was the ability to look into your sinus rhythm or your if your heart is beating regularly so if there's an arrhythmia, they can say, okay, it looks like, you know, this, this, and this is happening. You might want to go to a doctor. I mean, they have the disclaimer, like, this is not 100%. Not medical device. Yeah. So, I mean, if it detects something that I'm, I already know, like, okay, maybe I should head there. But knowing, knowing is one thing, but I don't think that I want tech like super, super invasive. Me being able to say, I want to do this test right now. I want to track my stress levels. I want to track my, my right. blood pressure. The stress levels. The, mm-hmm. You know, where where is my mood right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think there's something on there for that. I mean, do you use that type of tech or would you if it were more accurate? So I do the, the stress like uh, every once in a while. I mm-hmm. tend to be more easygoing nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's like I've... I've come to wrestle with knowing what I can and can't change. So that's kind of there. But well, I'm I'm going to pose a question to the audience as well. We might, you know, revisit this at the end because there's a piece of tech um, that it doesn't gamify, um, you know, health or anything, but it does kind of make it a little bit more accessible. And I feel that video games the way that those work you know make tech accessible to people that made it accessible mm-hmm. to our generation and um you know so if it appears on the screen if your your health data appears on the screen you can kind of manipulate it based on you know different things then you know maybe it might be a good idea if that data is reliable um mm-hmm. i want to take a look yeah. at that in the last few minutes today um but speaking of the game let's bring it back to today's uh this you know our current book disrupting the game by disrupting Reggie. the game Philomene, right? I think I'm saying it right. If I'm not, I know some people in the audience, some Haitian background, West Indians, <laughs> let me know. Just 
you know, type in the, the uh, phonetic pronunciation. Phonetical? I got you. I'll, I'll type yeah. it in right now. Filame or Fizame or... Okay. It's... Fizame. Filzame. Fizame? Okay. Oh, Filzame. <laughs> we're looking at chapter three. Getting above waters. Because I couldn't catch what the name of this town was and I ain't want to look it up. But I wanted to extend that idea out there to getting above the waters of your original circumstances. All right. Um, that's a question that uh, I just kind of want to pose. First of all, um, this idea of staying in the hometown or moving out of the hometown. Um, is it necessary? Is it, you know, how do you feel about the hometown uh, loyalty? Do you feel loyal to your hometown? Where is, uh, no, nah, I'm saying, where is your hometown? Because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it's, this is a question for everybody. Right. But um, okay. how do you how do you feel about actually residing, having being having your domicile be in your hometown as an adult, as an adult? Oh, well, I don't live in my hometown. You know, <laughs> that's kind of how I how I see it. I was raised somewhere. You know, that's what I would call it. That would be my hometown where I grew up. I know that for my my father. Sometimes we would be rolling around and we get back to where I grew up and he'd say, oh, we're back in your hometown or we're back in your, your stomping grounds, mm. you know? So even him who has, he's from Jamaica. Okay. So he, That's... what? Go ahead. Well, no, I, I mean, like he calls your, you're saying that he calls your hometown. Like your stomping yeah. grounds, and not necessarily yeah. his. Not his. No, 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 definitely not. But mm -hmm. when we went back to Jamaica, you know, I kind of riffed on that and say, "Hey, we're we're back in your hometown. These are your stomping grounds." You know, mm -hmm. that type of thing. So, as an adult, I feel like I still equate the place I grew up as mm -hmm. my hometown, and I still compare just about everything to that with everything that my daughter is going through. Mm -hmm. with school and growing up it's like okay well when i was in school these programs were available let me see if there's something like that for her mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so that's just kind of where i am what about okay. you i mean you're you're i mean i would say you're a long way from your hometown but it depends on how you mm -hmm. wrestle with that idea of hometown <laughs> not the buffet <laughs> hometown buffet it's, it's the old country is my buffet you know um yeah you, you said what i did there because my old country is you know in the states um yeah no 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 so my, my thing about the hometown is that uh recently i went back for a whole like three weeks or so and there was a lot of regeneration that i felt like i was getting rejuvenated or you know i was just seeping my roots into my hometown but i was really seeping it into the people that were there yes we had a space there was a space and we love talking about time and space over here on Atta. so you know yeah. um but we spent some time in that space and i i got this energy uh back that you just don't get in other places so i appreciate having that home to go home to but i wonder if that's a product of the people not necessarily the place you know, um, with uh, with Mom Duke, she went out there um, just before 
you know, oh, yeah. uh, she she went on to meet the other disciples and everything on, on the other uh, on the other side. And uh, I, in a way, like I felt like she was getting her roots planted or giving that last bit of love to uh, the people who were over there, which wasn't originally the hometown. It was none of our hometown in San Diego. Oh no, no, but, definitely um, not. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, she was having that home something like a hometown experience in that space, I believe. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it's so much the place or the people. Um, do you feel that? So if, if the hometown is where the people are, where mm. the people are, if it is, mm, how do you compare your experience with the people now, with the people where they are, the diaspora, I guess? You know, is oh. does the hometown still have the people? Um, no, mm. a lot of the people I grew up with are not currently in my hometown anymore. Mm. Mm. And, and, you know, you, some of them you lose touch with, but mm. there's still some people that I have on like Instagram or on Xbox where I could, Hey, what's going on? And then, Hey, what's up? You know, let's catch up. Mm -hmm. But there's some people that, you know, fall through the cracks. So I feel like this is also a cultural thing because with, with my experience with the Mexican culture, it's more of a, you don't leave your hometown. You stay with your family. Like everybody stays close so that if something happens, then everybody's there for. Is it if, is it an if, or is it a when? And, and do those have two different words in Spanish? I'm going to throw um, all three of those at the same time. Um, there's definitely two different words for it in Spanish. Si mm. y cuando. So si, without mm. an accent, is if. Cuando oh, okay. is when. Uh -huh. So I get what you're saying. Mm. Is it an eventuality or is it planning for the worst? Right. Um, Which and is I, eventuality. The worst uh, yeah, like it's, it's gonna the other shoe will drop sometime, right? <laughs> Murphy's waiting. You know? Oh no, it's. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it might be a thing of thinking something's going to happen. Like my parents are getting older, so let me just stay around. Mm. I personally, I'm just like, no, go. I'm gonna tell my daughter as many times as I can. Go out. Go to a college that's far away from us, explore, do some travel, mm -hmm. get a good job, get these opportunities. And if something happens down the line, make sure you have a good job so that you have the money so that you can come back. But mm -hmm. don't feel that you have to stay, you know, with us. Like, oh no, I can't leave. Blow back, or not blow back, push back, push back, push back. Uh oh. Is that reverse <laughs> psychology? Is that no, no, I sure? want I want her to not be around. Because I don't want her to miss out on seeing the world. I don't want her to say, you know what? I never went to Japan because I was always up under my parents. Yeah. I don't want that to happen. Is is that because you really want her to be away? I do. I want her to experience other cultures. I want her to experience other ways of life. I want her to grapple with things that I have taught her. Mm -hmm. And for her to say, you know what? Maybe my dad wasn't right on this. Or, you know what? My dad definitely was right on this. But mm. test it, not just take it as 100% and, oh, yeah, you know, dad's always right. Therefore, I can't do this or I can't do this. 
we have to we have a rebellion you know and then we go and mess around and find out whether it be for the best or for the worst so so daughter daughter i want you to go out there and take responsibility for your own is that the mindset that you had when you went away to school or when did that when did that show up Mm. so yeah i went to school an hour and a half away from the county that I grew up in. Oh, you're so far away. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I said, I fell in love with the school, but I said, I'm far enough away that my parents are going to visit me every day. I have my own, my own um, freedom. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have a car and I didn't have a license at that time. So I said, I'm close enough away to where if something happens, I can get back fast. And that was my rationale. I was like, okay, this is independence, but not 100%. If something would have happened, I need to call pops, you know, hour and a half. And he knows the way, like he's already done it a million times. So Uh, that was- did, Did your parents have to take that trip? Uh, they took the trip, not for anything bad. Okay. I was part of a choir and we had a, a okay. yearly concert. So, you know, they came up for that. You know, they came up for when things were good. Mm. Not like, oh, you know, we need to go get him out of the hospital or we need to. Yeah. Not, nothing like that. Yeah. Nothing like that. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, you said you fell in love with the school. I just want to make the connection back to our boy, Reggie, because you know, he was talking about leaving for school, his reach school, parents saying you got to mm-hmm. pay for it, you know, so it's going to yeah. be on you to pay. Um, but then him also, his, you know, when he was earlier in life, his mom took him out of the, the, the Bronx and this situation where you had bodies <laughs> you know just <laughs> bodies falling. stabbings and like, yeah, people bleeding in the hallway oh boy but you know it was it was bad right so he took him out of bad circumstances and try to give him a mm-hmm. better chance because you know the more you see these patterns around you at a young age the more it's likely that you're just gonna think that that's all that there is or think that you belong in that situation mm-hmm. you know that's 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 one of the things that um one of my favorite listener uh, speakers, uh, Zig Ziglar, says that he oh, will. Zig, oh, you know the Zig. Yo, you know the Zig? I, I, I've heard some stuff from. I, I need to, I need to read up on Homeboy because I'm hearing stuff like left and right, left and right. I'm just like, yo, this dude is inspirational. He sure is. Heard some he quotes. Sure like, yeah, I'm gonna have to dig. One of the things that he did though um, is, like, he would buy that uh, first class seat, even though mm. it's like four times the price on a plane mm. because like it's telling it's positive reinforcement to himself that he belongs in first class mm. right i am worthy like, of even if you are a peasant if you treat yourself like a peasant you're gonna stay a peasant no shame Ooh. to the peasants out there but yeah if that's not what you want then you kind of have to change your environment sometimes mm. and that goes back to the school situation staying at home versus going to live on campus going to live on campus what's the situation what are the circumstances out there yeah 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 you know to the listeners as well to listeners as well like if um 
you know, when you had to choose universities, did you look at the campus? Did you look at campus life as the thing that, um, you know, as one of the deciding factors? How important was that to you? The way that students interact with each other, not just the classes. Mm. Put that to you first. But but that's a question for the audience. So for me, I didn't fall in love with student life. I didn't experience anything that the college had to offer academically before seeing before being on the campus as a student i should say mm -hmm. why i fell in love with the college is because of all right so adventists unite you know we have what's called camp meeting right yeah. so usually once or one full 10-day period in the summer mm -hmm. you go up for sabbath worship and you will have a nice morning, uh, lunch in the afternoon, and then an evening sir or afternoon service, mm -hmm. a little break after that, and then an evening service. So you like your whole day, all of Saturday. Right? It's not a retreat. It is, it is. and okay. it isn't. It like. oh, so okay. the thing is that it's broken down into age groups so your age group will have their what's called sabbath school so kind of like ccd then you have the main service which is you know mass or what have you 11 o'clock service then you have lunch then you have an afternoon service usually with your own age group and then you have another break and then an evening service usually with your own age group. So you can just go up for the, the Sabbath, but there are people that go up and stay for like the whole 10 day period. That's why it's called camp meeting. People go there and camp out mm -hmm. and they stay there. And usually you'll go, there'll be shuttle buses to the local Adventist camp. Okay. Um, what, what so they'll take all the kids and then go that way. So so you saw all that um, before deciding the school that 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 would be part of campus life. All right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. For the Southern New England Conference, shout out Southern New England. The campground is literally like two blocks away from the school. So sometimes they would use the school's facilities as part of the camp meeting. So I got to see the college and some of its glory days. So I fell in love with the campus. I fell in love with the area. I fell in love with so many different aspects. So it felt more like home when I got there. So that's what I mean when I say I fell in love with the campus. Okay. Okay. I see. So, um, you know, with uh, with Reggie's situation, it sounded like he fell in love with Cornell. It's a good school to fall in love with, you know. Um, and he Ivy didn't League? Have, yeah, Ivy League. Like his parents didn't know what Ivy League and all that stuff was about. My dad did. You know, he he knew like American schools. That's that's the way. Yeah. Successful. Like you can take that degree anywhere in the world. Nobody can tell you nothing. So you know? true. Um, I wasn't I wasn't there personally. You know, uh, when I was a university student, like I or a high school student, I wasn't there yet. I had to mm. do some maturing myself. Um, but that's all part of the process too. Like some people see university, well, what's the purpose of school? 
Ooh. I don't think that the purpose of higher education is to educate anymore. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because YouTube university exists, TikTok university exists, and you have people that are getting education mm. in practical ways and then just going off with it. But right. now you don't have that social interaction that is so key to boardroom meetings. You know, even if you make your own brand and you're like, okay, well, I got this and if you can't present it right what are we doing yeah. yeah you know you're not a good public speaker or at the very least you can't make a powerpoint then i mean like what are you doing <laughs> there's there's nothing there so i feel like the campus now is a a mini i don't want to say melting pot a mini soup pot because you have all these different individual things and they all have their own flavor that they bring but everything together is really good mm. but you guys say man i never liked carrots but when you get to university and there's carrots around and it's like dang i got carrots in my class and carrots here yeah. and carrots there i guess i'm gonna have to wrestle with that mm. that's kind of how you different cultures mingling and yeah so the, the mingling is still there. Like university still serves that purpose. That's that's yeah. what the education is for us to get you to mingle with the others because you can find out whatever you need online. You can mm. get yourself a pen and a pad. To wrestle with your status quo. Yeah. Mm, mm, the status quo, the to wrestle with comparing yourself to I mean, yeah, people do compare. Like everybody enters at the same time. It's kind of a rat race in a sense that what can you do for these four years? Well, it's time to get up out of here and say, all right, so what what was done? Um, what did you learn? Who did you meet? What relationships were built? Mm-hmm. And, um, that goes also back to, to something that Reggie had mentioned, um, some of the skills that he had learned when, um, you know, preparing for his his job afterwards, you know? Um, what's the purpose of this meeting? So, so what, you know? Yeah, um, he learned, so he what? That. Exactly, he wanted to identify the purpose of, uh, of what he was doing and, um, yeah, I mean, I'd say I'd ask them, what? Not just what's the purpose? That's the the banner we got. What's the purpose? Right now, but what <laughs> what uh, trans? What what has uh, transferred? What one or two skills transferred from university that you've carried with you to this day? Well, it's it's a little bit of the opposite, actually, because I feel like university instilled me with a lot of things that i took from it Mm. but when i got back into when i well i don't say back into when i got into the real world Mm. i realized that i had a lot of ideals Mm. but ideals and reality are two different things so i did have to wrestle a lot with the way that things quote unquote should be and the way that things actually are Right. That is part of the reality, like to see, you know, I mean, this is the real world over here. It's a school over here. And yeah. OK, so so you you had to, to wrestle with that difference or realize you had a realization. But is there something that you learned how to do in there that actually works out? here? One thing that was in okay. one thing that was instilled in me because I went to school for ministry was mm-hmm. the love of people. 
And the reason I went to school for ministry is because I saw how (laughs) I saw that my youth pastor had a very profound changed our experience in church. I'll say it that way. Changed our experience in church in such a way that we were empowered to make changes. We were empowered to do what we felt was right. Hmm. And because of that, I wanted to be that for somebody else. Hmm. 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 How, how did he empower you? Like, did he teach like help teach you guys how to think, how to process things, how to organize your ideas? Like what, what, you know, figure out who you are? Like what, 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 what do you do? What do you do? Huh? She. He put you on the Fuji's? What? what? She. A woman. Not she? he. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that that right there is already like, you know, because there's not a whole lot of female pastors mm. in the Adventist church. Oh, well, there's more. It's on the rise now. But just that alone challenged everything that was the status quo wow wow and yes we she helped us with organizing and getting our thoughts out and building a space that was safe for us that we had ownership over all Mm. that type of stuff wow kudos to her kudos to her she's still she's still in the game i am not quite sure we did lose touch for a while I think that she was going more the teaching route. So she had a youth pastorship job at the college that I was at. (laughs) Then uh, after that, I think she went more towards a teaching route. Okay. Well, you know, um, those influences uh, during the college years and the things that we realize during the college years can, can make a huge difference. Um, it really depends if you are cognizant of it at the time, if you're mm. ready to kind of receive everything that's coming to you, because there's so much stimulus, you know, so many different things that are provoking you to, to think, um, you know, you have your hormones going crazy. Those are, you know, provoking you <laughs> to action, you know, like who knows, you know, um, but, uh, it is, it is college was a, a special experience and, uh, just looking back now, I mean, it's. For me, that's like decades ago. Decades. Oh gosh. Multiple decades. That's uh, uh. Um, but that being said, um I would say that my college years taught me how to use Uh-oh. This. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm, showing a, I'm showing a pen and a, and I'm gonna show a pad, but I could. Yeah, I could. Yeah, it's right here. It's pen and a and pad. Pad. Hey. Write it down. You know, um for me. It really came down to pen for the permanent things and uh, pencil for the cognitive tasks that, you know, I might need to erase something. But having both on the page at the same time and also having a blue pen for the, the like definitions or things that I have to remember, just having those three pieces, it made a huge difference in everything. Right. So that's why I would say get yourself a pen and a pad and write it down. You know, hey. um, if you don't decide to go with the pen and a pad route at first, you know, um, you can use technology to help you organize things in a in a yeah. simple and easily you know read way. But I would recommend writing it down on paper first. 
and then going with the uh with the computer because it's just sometimes it's hard to organize things on um yourself on screen you know if, mm -hmm. you're, if you're a very visual person that's great if not um you could use something like the ai system that's out there for like prompting prompting this week i literally used some prompting to uh, to come up with something for uh, something called kudo fin and you're going to see a lot more of that over here on tpc japan okay uh, kudo, yeah kudo fin is on the way it's there's a, an event check us out um you're going to see the trailer for that this week because it's october first sunday of october first sunday of october yeah that's like a week from today right that's a, yeah yeah that's Check a week out. for you <laughs> for us it's eight days yeah it's a yeah. sunday definitely a sunday yeah, yeah. but it's still I saturday mean, night in the states <laughs> like we got, we're, well, it's it's some folks that's gonna meet up on kudo thing all right doing the okay thing and then you know you're gonna see the uh the after party's gonna be over here oh no it's actually gonna be over there on cross x culture all right all right so, I'm gonna mention it at that time, just like how things went. If you if you don't mind asking, I mean, nah, um, I mean, just remind me before show, so we yeah. can include that. Definitely, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do. But um, like the the symbol for it, I'm gonna put that up this week. This is this is like a little teaser for it, but mm. we did put that out there using um like AI. You just put in prompts, said. Kurofin, like what should that look like? In fact, I wanted to ask you that that last question as we wrap up. What do you Kuro think Kurofin would look like? Kurofin. I don't even know if you remember what Kuro means. Of course I know what Kuro means. Okay. The heck? I don't know because it depends on what fin is supposed to mean. Mm. Because fin. the way that you're pronouncing it sounds like French fin, finished. Oh no no no! It's more yeah. Doesn't fin. Okay, so yeah. you know, yeah. black Japanese fin. That's fin. Yeah. that's different. Um, yeah. So I mean, a black fin. You know that that reminds me of um, Avatar: The Last Airbender when they're like he's surfing on eels, and then all of a sudden, there's just like this <laughs> this fin just comes out of nowhere. It's like <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. So that that kind of Mm. Term are not terminology. Imagery is what comes to mind. Okay. I like it. I like it. We actually should uh, probably put something like that together. Um, <laughs> I asked the AI time and time again, um, and we can we can talk about it once the trailer comes out. But um, yeah, Finn. If you know what I studied back in university, then that's like a, a hint. It's a mm. double entente, of course. But of course, you'll see. You'll see. So is that, and lastly, um, just a bit about tech. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask our audience, but yeah, my medical professional here, he hasn't responded back, so I'm not even going, you know, pursue that. <laughs> but it's something, something called Muse. Did we talk about the Muse headband before? Muse, yeah, we did, we did, we did, we did. Um, I think I had seen it just before you had talked about it, but we didn't talk about it on air. Oh, okay. That's what I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about it on air. All right. Um, well, remind you know, me. Remind me. It's the the sleep thing, right? You can use it for sleeping. You can use it while uh. you're awake too. But it's it's a headband that you put on, and it's an ECG, uh, electrocardio, uh, not cardio. Uh, Electrocardiogram is. Yeah, that would be for your heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it's, it's reading to measure your, your brain 
activity. Ooh, you know, um, yeah. So you can see the type of waves that are going on: gamma waves and alpha and beta, and and how well you're meditating or concentrating. That's kind of crazy. It's 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 <laughs> so tight though. Like I don't have one yet, but I'm talking about. It, I'm thinking about it, um, and I'm writing down, I'm taking notes about it because it said like if you're if you're meditating in your meditative state, then like you start to hear the birds chirping. Like good job. Like you are in like flow type zen. <laughs> right yeah but, but if you're like frustrated or you're following some kind of thought like too deeply and you're you know messing up then you start to hear the rain right your mind is not calm so you hear rain coming up no that's too much right 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 that's too much but sometimes i need to chase a thought man playing games <laughs> but that's the thing like from a neuroscientist like perspective um i don't know we got a neuroscientist on the way right here and, okay um and he's saying that yeah i mean he likes the concept he likes the concept so you know i, I mean we might be able to go out there and, and do a demonstration something like that by the time we get up to episode 100 let me let me see let me see if there's enough interest and y'all want me to go ahead and test this thing out what? The headband. we'll do that all right we will do that all right but i need to see the interest all right i'm just i'm just mm. laying out the uh the tracks for that first okay so it's hey. a pleasure, as always. Um, check the notes of whatever tech that you got is helping you out with keeping your health in check. Um, get yourself a pen, a pad after that, and just write it down. Write Boy, it down. See your pen telling you that that's what it is. Ace, hit them off now. I already know. It's been episode 71 of Atas. Make sure you get the mug. Get the mug, guys. Get the mug. All right. Until next time. You already know what I say. Stay prayed up. Be blessed. <laughs>